All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of December. Here's everything that you need to know. India's coronavirus infections once again rose by higher than 32,000 in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday. The good news is that the pace of addition is still much lower than several other countries globally. Meanwhile, an expert committee of the Central Drugs Standard Control Organization has sought additional safety and efficacy data for COVID-19 vaccine candidates of the Serum Institute of India and Bharat Biotech International after deliberating upon their applications seeking emergency use authorization for the shots. In the top news, the Union Cabinet yesterday approved 22,810 crore of outlay for the Atmanirbhar Bharat Rojgar Yojana that aims at encouraging businesses to do fresh hiring amid the pandemic. For the current financial year, the Cabinet has approved an expenditure of 1,584 crore under the programme. The rest will be spent by 2023. In regulatory news, the Reserve Bank of India has released draft guidelines that propose, among other things, minimum financial benchmarks for non-bank lenders seeking to declare dividends. The benchmarks will change depending on the type of non-bank finance company. For example, deposit-taking and systemically important non-deposit-taking NBFCs seeking to declare dividends must have at least 15% capital adequacy ratio in the preceding three years, including the year of dividend announcement. For the other draft guidelines, do look up the story on the website bloomberquint.com. Now, farmer leaders yesterday rejected the government's proposal on the three contentious agriculture marketing laws and said that they would intensify their agitation against the legislations with a nationwide protest on the 14th of December. They also said that they would block the Jaipur-Delhi and Delhi-Agra expressways on or before the 12th of December, that is the day after tomorrow, and all the roads entering into the national capital one by one if their demands are not met. In the banking space, the Real-Time Gross Settlement System or RTGS for high-value transactions will be available round the clock on all days from the 14th of December, making India one of the few countries in the world to operate the system 24-7. In international news, U.S. antitrust officials and a coalition of states have sued Facebook for allegedly abusing its dominance to crush competition, the second time in less than two months that the government has brought a monopoly case against an American technology giant. The Federal Trade Commission and state attorney generals, led by New York, filed antitrust complaints against Facebook yesterday, alleging conduct that thwarted competition from rivals in order to protect its monopoly. The FTC lawsuit seeks a court order unwinding Facebook's acquisition of Instagram and WhatsApp. Tesla's shares are now dramatically overvalued and investors thinking of raising their holdings in the company ahead of its impending addition to the S&P 500 index should not 
JP Morgan analyst Ryan Brinkman has said that Tesla's shares are now dramatically overvalued and investors thinking of raising their holdings in the company ahead of its impending addition to the S&P 500 should not do so. The analyst pointed out that in the past two years, Tesla shares have risen over 800%, though analysts have raised their price targets by about 450% and simultaneously lowered their earnings estimates for 2020 through 2024. In international markets, US stocks ended lower with tech heavyweights leading the losses. The Dow and the S&P 500 fell 0.3 and 0.8% respectively, while the Nasdaq fell close to 2%. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, all three early rises have started negative. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. It was only during Monday's edition that I spoke to you about the Sensex closing above the mark of 45,000 last Friday. Today, three days hence, I am here to tell you that the Sensex not only crossed the 46,000 mark on Wednesday, but also closed convincingly above it. That is a 1,000 point move in just three sessions. The Nifty 2 ended above the mark of 13,500 in what was its seventh straight day of gains. But we may start off lower in today's session. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty show that the index traded 90 points lower, around the mark of 13,480. Today is the day of OFSs and there are plenty of them that I have to speak to you about. First up, IRCTC where the government intends to sell 20% stake through the offer for sale. The initial sale will be of 15% stake or 2.4 crore shares while the government will retain a green shoe option to sell another 5% stake or 80 lakh shares. The floor price of 1,367 rupees a share is a 15% discount to Wednesday's closing price. The OFS opens for non-retail investors today and for retail investors tomorrow. Another company where the promoters are planning to offload stake through an offer for sale is Federal Mogul Gazette. The company's promoters plan to sell 1.1 crore shares or nearly 21% of the total equity through the offer for sale. The floor price of 335 rupees a share is a 4% discount to Wednesday's closing price. This OFS2 opens for non-retail investors today and for retail investors tomorrow. Now, the company had earlier launched an OFS in October this year, which had received a poor response, which market participants attributed to high valuations and low liquidity on the counter. The promoter needs to bring down his stake to 75% by January of 2021. Now, as per the latest shareholding pattern, the promoter holds 96.8% stake in the company. And an update on the OFS which is currently in progress, the non-retail portion of the ICICI Securities OFS received 4.4 times the demand for the shares on offer. According to Bloomberg data, the bids were received at an indicative price of 459.3 rupees a share. The stock ended 3% higher on Wednesday after recovering from the day's low. The OFS for retail investors opens for subscription today. A couple of auto stocks that I want to highlight. India's largest passenger car maker Maruti Suzuki has announced that it will be increasing prices across all models in January 2021. Maruti has attributed this move to the high cost of vehicles which has been adversely impacted due to rising input cost. The price hikes will vary across models according to the company. 
Mahindra and Mahindra has said that the operations at its automotive division will be affected in the fourth quarter of FY21 due to shortages of semiconductors supplied by Bosch. It has anticipated a reduction in production and sales volume during the period. However, it has said that the quantity of production and sales loss cannot be anticipated at this juncture. Tractor and three-wheeler operations are unaffected by this shortage as per the company. After selling over 60 lakh shares between December 2nd and 4th, the government has sold further stake in Axis Bank through the specified undertaking of the Unit Trust of India or SUTI. Data on the exchanges shows that the government sold close to 90 lakh shares between 7th and the 9th of December. Even after this sale, the government holds close to 12 crore shares in the bank through SUTI. And as Alex spoke to you about the new RBI norms on NBFC dividends, analysts expect an impact on the stock prices of both PFC and REC. Brokerage house MK expects both companies to react negatively to the new rules. It says that as per the new norms, both NBFCs will be eligible for a 25% dividend payout, whereas both the entities have a historic dividend payout of 45%. TCS has announced details of its share buyback. The offer opens on the 18th of December and will close on New Year's Day, that is January the 1st of 2021. The company had announced a buyback worth 16,000 crore rupees in October at a price of 3,000 rupees a share. Watch out for Reliance Industries where the NSC has conditionally cleared the company's plans to hive off its O2C business into a separate entity. In an observation letter uploaded on the NSC website, the exchange says, and I quote, the exchange reserves the right to raise objections at any stage if the information submitted to the exchange is found to be incomplete, incorrect, misleading or for any contravention of rules, bylaws and regulations, end of quote. For the weekly options expiry session today, Canada Bank is out of the FNO ban, while Punjab National Bank has entered the FNO ban. To know more about the stocks that will be in focus for today's session, do log into BloombergQuint.com and read up on the All You Need to Know copy. And with that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormus. And thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, do check out the website BloombergQuint.com over the course of today for all the news and updates in the world of business and markets. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 